Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to the How May I Serve You podcast, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Steve Burton. Steve, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Thomas? Thank you for having me on your show. I'm really excited on being here and serving your audience and you. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely glad to have you, Steve. So Steve Barton is an author, just don't train coach and entrepreneur. After 30 years of successfully running the family floor business, he and his father saw it in 2007. He was a financial advisor for a short period of time until realizing his true passion was helping others through coaching in 2015. Steve and his son Spencer are co-authors of The Father, The Son, and The Aha Moment, Tools for Guiding Your Child on the Journey to Happiness. With his registered coaching um, process, The Game of Ten, he helps people align with their true selves so they can live a fuller, happier, and healthier life. So as a gestalt and miracle-minded coach, Steve Barton focuses on the success of his clients by collaboratively identifying and eliminating the thoughts, feelings, emotion that impedes his clients' goals, intentions, and successes. Wow. Steve, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Well said. I could not be able to say that better. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> yeah, so Steve, um, where, where, where are you calling from right now, man? Talk to us. I'm in Portland, Maine. And uh, it's about 41 degrees here, which we've had a pretty mild winter. So it's, uh, I'm not itching to go to south right now. So it's great. <laughs> yeah, for Maine, that's not bad at all, man. That's not yeah. bad at all. Have you guys got any, have you guys had a lot of snow this year or no? Very little, but the next three days we're going to have uh, three storms. So, oh, wow. Got to call my snow, snow plow guy after this uh, podcast. So. <laughs> got you. So, Steve, um, Talk to us. Give us the too many version of who is Steve Barton. Who am I? Um, not who I think I am. <laughs> and I'm a person who loves helping people. As you said, I was in the flower business for 30 years. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur, um, a success coach, or actually international mindset coach. So it's, it's all about mindset. Um, I practice what I preach with myself daily and uh, and I like helping people so I loved uh, when I met you I loved your message and how we're here to serve we're here to serve ourselves we're here to serve others and once we get that mindset then the rest comes to you so. yes indeed yeah so so Steve you know I know you you found your true passion in 2015 so what led to the aha moment what led to you diving into understanding that Coaching is what I meant to do. Well, I was doing it my whole life without knowing I was doing it and <laughs> probably wasn't doing it that well. And so after my brief stint as a financial advisor, after 30 years in the flower business, um, I knew that I loved learning the financial aspects of it. Loved it. And my 
what I learned from passing my series 766 and main state insurance license is that financial advisors really don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> One thing, it's a, like, I don't, I don't want to handle people's money and their, their lives uh, savings because I don't know, you know, but I've learned a lot since then. And uh, I love learning and uh, love sharing what I've learned with others and, they can take the advice or not, and that's great. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T. Dot com and schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. Yes, indeed. All right. So um, I know you and son Spencer co-author mm-hmm. a book. So mm-hmm. what led to that um that book, right? Because the title, I love the title. Thank the you. Father, the Son, and the Aha Moments. Mm-hmm. What led what led to you coming up with the, the book and the title? I'm curious. Well, okay. Um I, Marianne Williamson has been one of my mentors for 30 years. I don't know if you know Marianne Williamson at all. Uh 13 times New York Times bestseller, okay. four times number one, ran for president in 2020 on the Democratic ticket. Um, coined the phrase that Nelson Mandela used to free South Africa from apartheid. Mm. And that okay. phrase is, we're not afraid of how insignificant we are, we're afraid of how powerful we are. Mm. Okay. So she's been a mentor um, for 30 years, listening to her tapes and, and cat podcasts. And she uses um, A Course in Miracles as her platform. And started with the... Uh, going into churches in San Francisco during the AIDS pandemic. And when the gay community was being uh, outcast by the churches and families, she went in using A Course in Miracles as her platform for telling people or saying, educating people that they are not who they, what people are saying about them. Mm. Tough message. We're all children of God, okay? Mm, true. Whatever God is to you. And to me, God is what it is, and it isn't what it isn't. So it's a it's a uh, divine mindset that we're all connected. Got you, got you. Yeah, and then we, we, definitely all, we definitely all are children of God. You know, once people, more people see that connection, there'll mm-hmm. be less, there'll be less of a <laughs> struggle and, and, and fighting, right? Because it's all mm-hmm. about, it's because people tend to, ostracize folks that they feel that don't have any type of similarities to them, right? Mm-hmm. So if we have these mutual understanding and connection, they will have a better understanding that we need to treat each other 
fairly. <laughs> Each other as gods and goddesses. <laughs> All right. So, um, Steve, mm-hmm. so I want you to um talk to us more about your coaching, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you told us a little bit more about how you got into coaching. So who do you coach primarily? I coach a lot of people. Um, didn't go talk about how the book got started, but I don't know if we have time for that or for another. Actually, one. you know what? Let's let's go back. Let's, let's go back to that, that that question. So, how did how did you um, spark this book? You know, what, what was the the ideation process? All right. So I signed up for Miracle Minded Coaching with Marion Williamson. Mm-hmm. And put on. She was grounded for two years during COVID, so she's she's usually traveling the world doing her lectures and seminars and things like that. So she got grounded basically in, in uh, Washington, DC. She connected with a um, another person who really followed her and that is Angela Loria, who's the president of Difference Press and their publishing house out of um, uh, Washington, DC. And she took Marianne to lunch one day and say, "Have hey, how about you, we collaborate together? I'll use my company to to use, to, you can use my company to book uh, future uh, seminars and lectures. And uh, if you put on the Miracle-Minded Coaching, um, we'll provide the marketing and students. So during what Miracle-Minded Coaching, it was probably 175 people in the group and we broke out into sessions and it's a different way of coaching. My main source of coaching was the Gestalt International Study Center Mm-hmm. But getting to meet Marianne Williamson was a kind of a lifelong dream of mine. So I got to meet her, very little contact with her during that process. And being a student, of course, in Miracles for 30 years, I finished the course in one month of a three-month course. Wow. So I called. <laughs> so then I noticed on Facebook that I write a book. So her, the person she collaborated with, was, was uh, also... Uh, promoting first-time authors how to write a book. And so I signed up to write a book, and I get a phone call from Angela Loria, and she says, "Uh, Steve, you're in a pile of we don't know what to do with you. (laughs) And I said, welcome to my world. And uh, uh, she says, you're doing miracle-minded coaching, and that's pretty tough, and uh, you want to write a book in the middle of it? I said, well, I've done all the homework. She goes, yeah, we noticed. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, uh, well, what's the name of your book? I said, uh, The Game of Ten. And she says to me, well, no one's going to buy it. And I said, okay. And just silent. And let her just simmer. And she goes, well, don't you want to know why? I said, no, you just told me no one's going to buy it. (laughs) Silent again. I love that, to do that. And... Well, I'm going to tell you why. I said, okay. She said, she says, well, you're not Beyonce. Oh, wow. <laughs> Smack. And you know, if Beyonce wrote a book called The Game of Ten, everyone would buy it. So what else did she get? I said, well, I'm going to write it with my 18-year-old son. And she goes, I can sell that S-H-I-T all day long. Okay. So the game of 10 is, is my um, platform. I've got registered with the U S patent office mm-hmm. for coaches, uh, psychological community and wellness community. So how it got started was my son 
lives with his mother. I raised him from 13 to 18. And he lives with his mother right now. We just got an apartment. Now he's 20. And uh, he kept coming over the house, to my house, and mm-hmm. saying about how capitalism is wrong and people are just dis- disconnects between the, the wealthy and the poor and, and, the econ- and the world's polluted and it's all because of this and that. Just had this whole 20-minute diatribe of, of negativity and and doom and gloom and so by the third time he came over with this I said uh, I looked at him right in the eye I said Spencer his name is Spencer I said Spencer what are you doing about this and gave him the silent treatment oh there you go (laughs) and his eyes bugged out (laughs) and after about a minute I said Spencer either do something about it or shut the up mm-hmm. yeah and i use the f word and so that's how we started to write the book together oh wow did you just just do that share um dialogue right there so yes so, 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 so that, was that the aha moment no my, aha, <laughs> my aha moment, no. all right so i'm telling marianne williamson this she asked me the same question so we're on yeah. a weekly zoom call it's called Incub- the author incubator is the part of the book writing and she was every Wednesday at four we had incubator church that Marianne held court and she would give us coaching guidelines for a mindset of being an author and getting your message out there so uh she said she said the same thing to me and I told her and she goes after I said uh uh what are you doing about this because she leaned right in she says great answer what do you do I said he didn't know what to do, and that's uh, that's what I told him: either do something, or do something about it, or stop complaining. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And if people really knew what complaining is, it's a grievance against God. Mm, wow! You know? And so many people complain about something they have no control over, and it puts them in a really dreadful mindset constant complaining constantly talking about what should be what could be and what isn't and either do something about it or just yeah shut up, uh, shut up. yeah you know what you're definitely right because like everything matters so, so that's like my, my go-to saying right there so the words that come out of your mouth you know it's it, it will either affect others or affect you you know and even in terms of um, our moods, right? When we're angry mm-hmm. and, and we say certain things, it causes a, a chemical reaction, right? Our body reacts, you know, and we, we get tensed up, you know, and cortisol level builds up in our bloodstream. So everything matters. Everything literally matters. So you have to be mindful of how you speak and how you conduct yourself. And how you think, because thoughts are things. Exactly. Things don't matter. <laughs> it all matters. Yes, and matter mm-hmm. matter is we all matter, right? Matters what the creation of the universe. Every single thing is matter. <laughs> we're, we're matter. We're physical and non-physical beings. So we're physical. We're spiritual beings having a physical experience. Experience exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So now let's um, delve more into learning more about your coaching practice, right? right. Um, so talk to us more about your coaching practice and who you coach primarily. Well, I have a vast 
brain. So when someone says, what do you coach? I said, what do you need? <laughs> you know, and it's all the same. And as you know, Thomas, it's, it's, and I've learned from uh, Miracle Mind of Coaching, the problem isn't what we think it is. There's only one problem. And once you figure out that the only problem is, is your disconnect with source. Mm. Okay. It's esoteric. It, it is. is everything. So if you're connected, the problem, if we are, we have free will, we, we're designed to have free will. We can leave that source, universal, divine energy, whatever you want to call it. We have that ability through our free will to do it. And once we do, you're in the realm of, you're, you're operating from the platform of fear. Okay? Mm. Egoic platform of fear. When we're connected, we're operating from the platform of love, respect, abundance, inner peace, guidance, ask and you shall receive. So we have this unique, as humans, we have this unique ability to be uh, leave that mindset and go into free will. And I tell people, go to free will. It's There's nothing free about it. It always, yes. it always comes at a cost. And you're going to get kicked around, beaten up, have problems until you realize, get back. Yeah, you know, it, it's all part of the um, the journey, right? There are, exactly. there are hills exactly. and there are valleys um, when it comes to journey. There's no such thing as a straight path. You know, um, no, because you learn, hopefully you learn by being kicked around enough times that that there is a straight path. And what I offer my clients are the tools to get back when they leave it. And, it's, it. usually, and it's usually you leave it when you get triggered. OK. Um, I've learned that from the ages of zero to seven, we're in theta. Theta so, stage. Mm -hmm. Theta stage. So everything that we enter everything that we are exposed to by parents, siblings, society, schools, we just absorb. Mm -hmm. and, yep. and if it isn't loving and healthy and nurturing and all that, then it's going to be more destructive. And if we accept it and take it on, then it, and it or can be something as traumatic as child abuse or... Mm -hmm you know in any way shape or form and then we're in trauma and the rest of our lives from eight to 80 we're operating from a place of trauma so yeah. it's really identifying those and and not shoving it down it's actually when it comes up go through it so i guide my clients to embrace it love it because it's not going to hurt you. What's hurting you, the client is keeping it suppressed, keep, keep it in, in your subconscious and having it rear its head in the least opportune times. Yes, indeed. Okay. So, so um, Steve, how do you, what's your style of coaching? You know, do you have like these one-on-one -on -one sessions where you are guiding your clients through, you know, their trials and tribu tribulations, or do you have a, a specific framework that you follow? I have developed the, the game of 10. As is. So yeah. the okay. game of 10 is very simple. Mm -hmm. And so I so call the game of 10 is when we're in alignment. Okay. Mm -hmm. And working, operating from a level of 10. 10 is the highest level of awareness. It's who we are as our 
divine selves and operating from there. And when we have free will, I call that the game often played, where you separate from it and think you can do a better job than the divine universal okay. uh, computer matrix, whatever you want to call it, you know? It's, so I call that the game often played. The game often played, okay. Yeah. So, 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 so 10, 10 being at being at the highest, and uh, I'm assuming one being at the lowest. Um, mm -hmm. and once, once you leave, once you come away from 10, you tend to go into your, your ego, right? Once, once your, 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 yourself, your, your own brute mindset, trying to figure things on your own, which tend to, um, be a bit, um, harder when it comes to navigating what we call life. It's self-sabotaging. And so they call it the game of often played is one through nine. Nine are great. They're very highly uh, motivated. They're most usually perfectionists. Mm -hmm. And um, it's in the book. One of, I love the story about Michael G in the book. He was a vice president of a bank. He handled uh, $25 million of uh, loans to corporations who were expanding or growing and, and, uh, when I developed this, he was a client before I developed it. Mm -hmm. So I, I developed it. I wanted to use him as a guinea pig. So I called him up and I said, hey, Michael, do I just developed something. You'd be a great candidate because very mindful. He always wore an elastic on his wrist. And that's when I met him at a business function. And I noticed he had elastic, he pulled it. I go, what are you doing with your elastic? He goes, whenever I feel that I'm not connected, I, I snap it. Mm, so it's, a, it's, a, it's like his 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 reminder, right? So basically, his reminder to get that, little, <laughs> yeah. that, that little that little snap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so I gave the first question I had to him. I said, "Where are you at?" And, uh, on a scale of one to ten, he goes, "I'm a nine. Mm. And I said, "Okay." And so, what's stopping you from being ten? And he says, "I want that motivation that I can do better." Mm. So <laughs> we get into it a bit and everything and just talking and and I said, okay, so you just want to be a nine because you need that 10% to push you. He goes, yeah. I said, okay. I said, so you're going to get yourself motivated. You're going to push that, your situation up the hill and you're mm -hmm. going to get to nine, and but you'll never get to 10, right? He goes, yeah. I said, and then you go down to six when problems come in, things don't happen the way you expect them. You go back to, you fluctuate from six to nine, right? Yeah. I said, okay, I'm going to call you Sisyphus. Wow. <laughs> you take me back to the, the Greek. <laughs> yeah. And then I gave him the silent treatment. <laughs> so, after you call him Sisyphus and you give him a silent treatment, what was his response? Was he was he like uh, perplexed? Was he flabbergasted? Like, what was his response? He called me an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, he, and then he said, I'll do it. Okay. And two years later, I called him back and his life has changed. He goes, I want to thank, I want to thank myself and you mm -hmm. that everything I never, he left the bank. He's doing his own, uh, real estate projects. He goes, I never would have done it had I not talked to you. 
Wow, wow. And this is, you know what, that testimony right there is is one of the many ways how coaching is so beneficial, you know, Um, because oftentimes folks, when they're in the doing, when they are so focused on their life and and their troubles and the task and the hardship, they're so caught up in, in that, in that, in that, in that space. They're not seeing the blind spot. So you came, you came in, you started to ask the right question and you made him to think about the questions. You made him to reflect on what he was doing because if he had not asked him those questions and got that aha moment for him, he would have probably been repeating the same cycle over and over again. It's the whole concept. I'll be happy when. Yes, yes. You oh, know, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. that is a conditional statement, and 10 is unconditional. So it really goes into, I look for clients who have conditioned their life, put contracts around a thought. I'll be happy when is a contract, because you can't, when I get this amount of money, mm-hmm. and then when you get this amount of money, this I'll be happy when I get... 50,000 more, 50 million more. I don't, you know, it's, they're never happy because they're chasing the shiny object. And even when they get the shiny object, it doesn't make them happy. Happiness is a choice and it's a commitment. And it is a mindset that nobody can, it's, I can't be unhappy. It's impossible. It's no, when it becomes no longer a choice, there's no choice. Are you happy? Yes. It becomes it becomes a habit. It, 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 once it's no longer a choice, it becomes a habit. Yeah. You know? Happiness so, is a state of mind that connects you to yourself. Capital S. Capital S. Capital S. So wh- why capital S? Because why why why, why, why just like why why you just like uh you you make sure to highlight the capital S. I'm curious. I do. Because we also have a small s, which is our identity. Mm, okay. Okay. Then that's the game often played, which you leave 10 and you go to one and, and that's our ego. Our ego is our identity that we, our, cre- that we created, that not source created. Mm. So we have the ability to create a persona that is not who we are. It's who we're playing. It's who in my job as coaching is to have the identity be in alignment with the source. Mm, mm, You can still still be you and a a greater version of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what what I've observed over the years, Um, especially folks who um, have these uh, careers, right? Um, Folks who identify themselves with a, a certain position, right? Oh, I'm the CEO of this company. I'm the president or vice president. And once they retire, they tend to lose a sense of self and they go down this, this spiraling, um, you know, hole. So how, how would you approach an individual that's struggling with that, uh, you know, trying to find that sense of self once they have relinquished their title? Well, the first thing I do is have them understand that that is not who they are. It's that's what they thought they were. It gave them the sense of uh, love by their, you know, admiration, respect. Mm-hmm. So in business, we say the word respect, admiration. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a power. And so 
they just got misaligned and confused at who they are. They can still be a CEO, have their uh, career, have their power, have their respect. When it's in alignment, that's great. And it will. And then when they leave, it won't matter. Mm. So yeah. they have to get, if they're in that downward spiral, the first thing you, I do is talk to them, ask open-ended questions, mm-hmm. and then have them realize that they created the illusion of their minds, okay? Yeah, yeah, illusion of the, of the, the illusion of being, Yeah, but if they were 10, it wouldn't matter if they lost their job, lost all their money, lost everything, because you, if you're in that state of 10, you're never poor. You, mm. money money authority power love uh community will will be attracted to you so people who are truly wealthy never afraid of losing it because they'll always get it back so now steve so now the question i'm going to ask you is how do you get to a 10 right um, well the fact is you're already there mm. So you can't, so it's kind of like in Maine, we say you can't get there from here. So um, you're already there. The real question is, how do you realize that you are Mm. without any doubt? Key words, without any doubt, because the doubt is, is what really puts that, uh, no, that barrier of entry, that doubt. So how, how, how does one overcome that doubt? Because, you know, you know, because like, that's, that's, that's. That's a human thing, right? Dealing with, it's dealing with human, the health. It's not being. So we're human and we're being, okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. So the key is to assimilate the two, but our being is always no doubt, no fear, mm-hmm. no guilt, no shame. So, so as you said these words, I kind of think of faith. Fake? Faith, faith, faith. Oh, faith, F-A-T-E. Yeah, faith. Because um, it's our, it's our, so we're appointed 10. The only way that we can be disappointed is if we allow an, an external person, place, or situation to disappoint us, which we do by giving our power away True. through our free will. We have the ability to give our power away, then blame the other person or situation and become a victim so we're always 10 every human being or every being every natural being is 10 i mean animals don't think about if they're 10 or not yeah they're natural beings we've lost we have the ability to go off nature who our natural what our natural being is as i said before free will yes indeed yeah so uh our ego or free will works on only four, basically four um, bags of tricks, whatever. Fear, self-doubt, guilt, shame. Guilt is I, guilt is I did something bad or you did something bad. And shame is I am bad or you are bad. Mm-hmm. And once we believe any of this about a person, place, or situation or ourselves, we're stuck on a lower level vibration yes indeed and, and then the game of 10 works on love mm, mm, yep 
in every aspect of it, love, respect, trust, abundance, atonement, which is everyone's one at one meant that we're all in this together and we're all operating from 10. So I quote people that they're 10 and so is everyone else. Okay, so so we are all tens, but we just have to get past that doubt and that uh, limited belief in, in order to um, reignite. Yes, got it, got it. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> so, so, um, so Steve, um, I mean, normally I ask um my audience and like my guests what drives them, but I I, I can tell right now that you are a very driven individual when it comes to trying to help folks to realign. So is is this so? But where does this come from? Um, Thirty years ago, I went to therapy. Okay, and I was doing my homework. It's in the book, and one of my assignments was to read the redemption. I didn't know what it was. First time to therapy, second session. Um, never. I was thirty six years old. Uh, first session, therapist says, uh, "Why are you here?" I said, "I have everything in the world that I want. I'm not happy." Mm. And, then wow. I, and then I said, that is effed up. <laughs> and he goes, yep. And he goes, I said, what can I expect and how long will it take? And he said, typically I say um, three months, but you're halfway there. <laughs> 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 and uh, what I learned, and I was reading A Course in Miracles at the time, I'm just going through my change and I was sucking in every book I could pick up that came to me and that was self-help uh, natural laws things like that and the therapist on the second session after I've forgiven the main person I had to forgive which is my father mm-hmm. and uh, I got into a state of heightened I mean, naturally I was I call it in the 80s I did cocaine a few times and it was like that. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is great. This forgiveness. Natural high. <laughs> and it's free and it's legal. <laughs> so, so the second, so I told the therapist on the, that I did my homework. He said to me, you know what you need to do? I didn't know, but it made sense to go, go to the source and forgive who had to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. And uh, told him how that I got high and, he goes, I go, has this happened to all your patients? He says, no. <laughs> and I said, I want to, so I said, I want to get higher. And so I've never done heroin, but I've heard, but the clients or people who have done yeah. the first time, it's like you get the highest of all highs and then you're chasing that until you're dead, basically. So he said to me, I said, I want to get higher. And he said, stood at the doorway and he said, read the redemption. Mm. When I said, the only thing I have ever heard of a redemption at the time was when you take your cans and bottles to the redemption store, right? Oh, wow. So that I didn't know. But it sounded religious. I said, I got to do homework, got to figure out where it is, where can I find it? So the house that I had was had an old family Bible in it and looked through there, couldn't find it. And I thought, maybe A Course in Miracles has it in it. And it did. And it said the ego's final cornerstone to turn over is to realize you never left. And as I was reading this, um, 
I look up and I'm seeing the back of my head, my back, my butt, my legs, all in solid light form. And I was stepping out of my body. Wow. And I was humming like a fine, like a tuning fork. And I was leaving, I was connected at one ankle and I was ready to step out. And I, I looked up, I looked down, took a look at the book, I threw it across the room <laughs> and said the F word about 12 times. <laughs> so it, it sounds like you definitely had a, a, a spiritual awakening. There, it man. was. I want to call it a near death experience because it was an out of body experience. It was near death. Because I, I had a little choice to stay or go. Mm. Wow. You're saying you figured it out, you can go. And wow. I'm having a good time now. I ain't going. So so since then it, it, it seems like you, you've been on this path. And and like right now, as I speak to you, you 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 are <laughs> you are ecstatic. You know, you have you you are you're vibing right now, you are radiant, you know. So um you've you. done the work. You've you've definitely done the work and it could I could tell. I could tell you've done the work and uh, the the path you're on right now is very authentic, right? It's, it's, this, this is your true path. <laughs> so my, so my, my heroin high is probably normal, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, he, found something, he found something that's better than better than the, the drugs. He found, he, found, he found something natural. It's so, which is a... know, it's so weird that we have, all, we have all this pharmacy within us. We have yes. like, the mm -hmm. dose, the dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, epinephrine. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. just a matter of our minds can create our pharmacy yes. and our healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Because like this, I mean, I, I'm, I'm big. So everything is mentioned as an executive wellness coach. I also tap into, um, besides, besides, you know, just understanding the, the physical aspect of the body, I tap into, if, you see the book behind it, on, on, You Are the Placebo by Joel Dispenza. So I like to tap into that, that. that uh, you know, that world as well, because I, I love to learn. So everything you talk about right now, I resonate. Thank you. <laughs> I resonate. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Before we um, wrap things up, um, are you currently working on any new projects that you'd like to share with us? Um, right now, I'm doing <clears throat> team building. So okay. I'm working with an insurance company in my area, and she's in my leads group, uh, BNI. Mm -hmm. And she said, do you, do you do team building? I said, yeah. So we're working with uh, the owner and her four uh employees and we're doing getting everyone on the level of 10 mm -hmm. to communicate um, on that level of awareness Got it. and I, I saw her this morning and said uh, I've talked to at the time I talked to three out of the four after this morning I had the other first session for her one of her employees and I asked her I said any feedback on our first session she goes um, no, they love it, and it's just it's different, and they love that it's different. And and I was taught by Marianne Williamson to, that what this mindset is, it's not difficult; it's just different. And there it takes go. practice to unlearn what we were taught. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's definitely right. It definitely does take practice because um, all of those learned behaviors. Um, the majority of them become hardwired, right? Yes. So, so you, have, you have to <laughs> unravel them. <laughs> the good news is we have neuroplasticity, so we can exactly uh, we can unharden it. 
Yes, and indeed. It takes, it takes commitment. It takes, uh, as you do with physical exercise, you do spiritual and mental exercise too. To exactly. Get, to reformulate and form its neuroplasticity and, the diff and create different pathways. Yes, indeed. Well, I don't know yes. if I, how much time do I have? Because yeah, so, so about wrap things up, um, so where can, so um, for, for those folks who like to connect with you, Steve, where can they go to learn more about Steve Barton and uh, the Rule of Ten and things, everything else you have, you have in your platform? <laughs> All right, you can go to Amazon.com, Amazon, um, to get the Father Son, the Aha Moment, uh, mm -hmm. and or if you want to email me at Steve S T E V E B A R T O N five six at iCloud.com, I'll send you a free uh, uh, book. Or mm -hmm. without going through me, if you go to www.thegameof10.com, you'll get a free download. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Sounds good. So um, thank you once again, Steve, for coming on today's episode of How May I Serve You? And guess what? This is our 100th episode. So <laughs> so this is that's pretty awesome right there. And I would like to thank all of our viewers and listeners for letting us their ears and their eyeballs. But last but not least, Steve, how may I serve you? You have served me so much offering me an opportunity to be on your podcast that is i i'm very grateful and that's how you have served me and be, staying in touch with me yes indeed and i shall i definitely i definitely shall so of course um this is your host thomas johnson once again if you, if you are excited about today's episode please feel free to share it with somebody else that would benefit all right i'll see you guys next week take care be blessed. Cheers. We're out. <laughs>